Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly Hi. home for... Hey, how's it going today? It's, this is your podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week, is Vince in more trouble than we thought? Yes. <laughs> Spoiler. We'll be talking about uh, Fighter Fest Night 2. I will be talking about POW Pro Wrestling. POW! POW. Isn't it Night Fight. 1 Night you one. talking about? Yes. Yeah. Night 2 has the more uh, explosive match. Boom. Well, hopefully this time. See what did there. Uh, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Not really going to live up to that nickname this week. <laughs> and the ch- <laughs> ch- ch- chosen one, Mike Boob. Well, I'm always the chosen one. I got all the stroke around here. And um, did you choke on that, Slap Nuts. Did you impregnate Stacey Keebler? Joe, back to you. Silence spoke volumes. Yep, yep. Was deafening. Silence is golden, but duct tape is silver. I feel like we ended the show last week with silence is deafening over something. I don't know what, but I know it wasn't about me. Um, so, uh, Vince McMahon, guys. Um, remember a couple weeks ago we brought up how uh, <laughs> he, he, sucks as a person? he stepped away for a bit, and then... Um, oh, he didn't, though. Oh, I know. <laughs> he did the he, opposite he, uh, of that. He has made Officially, more- unofficially stepped away. He has made more appearances than he has in the past ten years. <laughs> he in the doubled past his month. work output since then. Well, uh, how is it mm. going now? Well, they found out that as so far, there's at least four NDAs. When I saw this, I was like, "Of course there is." <laughs> like, you think he only did this not, once? Yeah. I was like, talking about the least surprising I news mean, ever. Jesus, the one that has my attention. It's the wrestler, and the one that's going to be so interesting. Is the one to a former wrestler for seven point five million, and this wrestler is alleged to uh, have he. It's alleged that Vince made them have oral sex, and then when they decided they didn't want to do it anymore, stopped their push and decided not to resign them. There's a couple names out there. I'm not going to give them because one, I'm not going to drag victims into yep. the fucking f- open, but also. It hasn't been released yet. I'm not going to you know, make guesses and harm people that you're are not you. You're not Brad Shepard? No. That's weird. I'm not irresponsible, yeah. and I'm not even a journalist. I'm just a human being. So, so will you stop? We have Blowgate, as we call it. Ooh, bully. Uh, Lauren, I just paid the price. Uh, there's a lot of people. Is jer- he gone yet? Yeah. That's the rumor now. Chris Jericho went on an interview, uh, podcast or something and said that Vince did nothing illegal, nothing will happen about it. So we had talked about it after the first time. We were like, oh, I mean, no. After this time, I, I kind of think this is probably it for old Vinny Mac. I really do. The only problem is the majority of the votes still come from him. So how, who's going to vote him out? Uh, Even well, if everybody else bandied against him, he still has majority vote. Uh, he has majority stock. It's not majority board seat. He the board can vote him out. But he has the majority of the Class B shares. And he has the majority vote. So he would still have Stock and not board seats. The board seat can get rid of him still. Yeah, but what the way I was the way I was read was that he has the majority of votes still with that class B stock. He has enough of it that basically, if he doesn't want something to happen, it's going to be incredibly tough for that thing to happen. Not impossible, just incredibly tough. I still think he's gone. I hope so. I hope well, Cause, just because um, honestly, you need you to. Think, like, it's also not going to stop here. Like, it's going to keep coming up. Like, there's other stuff. He is so fucking 
he thinks he's invincible. He's Donald Trump. It's just, yeah. you know, nothing because, shocks you. Because he's beat everything, he thinks he's unstoppable. He thinks this stuff will just go away. Give it time. It'll go away. Not in this area, it won't. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a rude awakening because he doesn't have Trump's clout. Um, so I think he's going to pay the price. As but, he should. But, but Absolutely. But what level is that price? That's the that's the. Kicker. No, if he's like still in charge of creative, then what changes? Like, you Nothing. Know. Like he would like. He like, needs to be out of the company. Period. He does. I guess that's what I'm talking about. Like, I think he'll be out of his like, in charge of the actual company. He'll still be in charge of creative. And then I think uh, that shit is what is what is different than about the company. I think that shit is sold so fast once he's out. Well, that's the thing. Like, if they don't get rid of him, um, this is getting harder and harder to fucking sell. You heard the same. You need to get him the fuck out of here. You heard the same podcast I heard, and one guy on there that you don't like very much asked a great question. Who's behind this? Who's the motherfucker headhunting in there? That's why I think uh, he doesn't have the votes he thinks he has in that board meeting. Because this stuff only comes out if there's a leak. And the leak can only be coming from that specific area. Yep. So who's who's who? Because legally, to, the victims can't leak it. Right. Like legally, they can't. I think the the assumption everybody has it's is that it's, it's Big Dick Nick. Everybody assumes that. There's no real proof to that yet, but it's got to be coming from that level. I doubt it's Stephanie. She's proven before she'd take a bullet for her dad. Who else is going to do it? Shane's not a part of it. Linda Shane's not a part, Linda's gone. part of the family. Yeah, Linda's so far gone. It's got to be Nick. Maybe it's his brother. I just love the... Uh, He's, he died last year, didn't he? Yeah. 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 I, or I, did he? <laughs> I just like the Mortal Kombat meme of like the original Mortal Kombat tournament with all the... the Statue with all the faces, and it says Nick Khan so, taking them all out one man, by it's one. The boss, the thing is, Nick Khan, that game sucks. What a terrible fucking game that is. It gets sold Ugh. real quick when it's Nick, if it's Nick in control. Mm-hmm. Mark so, my words. I, uh, this is very, uh, this is a very long term question. I'm curious what you guys think. Nine inches. There it is. Once Vince is out in whatever form that takes, once he's no longer part of the company. And it's sold because it's clearly going to be sold. Yeah. It's clearly gone. Does that company cease to exist? Is it done? Are they just going to shut it down? Depends on who buys it. But I mean, like, like, but does it, though? It feels like this is going towards we're just kind of done with this as being a company. I, I don't know the answer to that. And I, I'm actually kind of scared of the answer to that. As bad as WWE is, and as much as I'd love to see it have its due day. With no WWE, it's a scary world in American pro wrestling. You're back to where it was between 2001 and 2018. No, you're back to where it was in the 30s when nobody gave a goddamn shit about it. Because it's so ingrained in people's mind that if there's no WWE, there might as well be no wrestling. No. And then once you're going to stick around, then AW could be... Yeah, I mean... It could be that, that waterfall. If there's no competition and the TV stuff dries up, they don't want AEW either if it doesn't get big enough, which it's not trying to get huge. So you need WWE around. Depends on who buys it. Because if they... Whoever buys it, if they need TV programming, it stays alive. If they don't and they just want the... if they buy it, the library gives them all the... Pro- they, want, they have programming for 50 years. 
They don't need live programming. They yeah, got everything they ever want. But there's a bigger, there's a, you know how it is with TV rates now, the, the whole live sports of any kind gets the big money and the, the views in that theory. It does, except when it comes to that company and their vault. That has been proven time and time again that people give a shit about the old stuff. They don't necessarily care about the new stuff. I mean, the network is what drove the old stuff is what drove the network for years. Nope. Mm-hmm. And now Peacock doesn't even do any put any shit up. Nobody watches Peacock. Well, if they do, they apparently take entire segments out. Yeah. <laughs> Which you're gonna <laughs> find out what? Yeah. <laughs> On the midweek war stories. Just it's a vital weird, parts of the show are just gone. It's a weird question. <laughs> uh, in a weird answer to that question, if Vince goes and they sell. Ironically, you know the person that puts the most pressure on and makes the toughest for is Tony Khan. Because now he's got the weight of North American wrestling on his shoulders. Everybody's going to look at second place and be like, you have to hold everything up now. The other one's gone. And that's not a fair position for anybody to be in. You know, sitting there smiling, casting checks, Impact Wrestling. Yep. If Impact outlives (laughs) WWE, (laughs) are you... Kidding me right now? At the end of the world, there will be cockroaches, Keith Richards, and Impact Wrestling. That'll be it. You know, sitting right there at the end of the world, Jeff Jarrett. Of course, he buys all of them. He buys the cockroach army, Keith Richards, and Impact Wrestling. You know, we got uh, Impact versus the cockroaches. (laughs) Yeah, mega show. (laughs) What do you think, Joe? Are you gonna buy it? No. Are you the secret? Are you are you leaking the information? I'm leaking it. You God know. Damn it, Joe. You know. I'm, I mean, yeah, you started that job as Laurinaitis's lap boy like two months ago. I didn't realize you were going to start tearing down the I had the to. infrastructure. Damn. You know, the entire goddamn company. Sledgehammer's a wor- is a work, bro. Want <laughs> <laughs> to shoot, brother? Goddamn. Um, he's clueless. Though. Honestly, it's weird with Vince. It's weird. He's smart, but he's also clueless. He's so out of touch with the real world that he thinks he's untouchable. But at the same time, I think deep down he knows how much trouble he's actually in. It's just his nature to shove it down, no sell it, and just keep going. Like I said, he has shown he has been on Raw and SmackDown more than he has in a UFC pay per view. Um, Mr. Ulala had my favorite tweet of the entire last week. When he said he believes that Vince McMahon is the only performer in history who said to tone down himself to be on TV. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's that crazy thing. And like, I think there's more reports going to come out soon. It's just like I saw an article that was supposed to come out like a couple days ago, but they're still working on it. There's more uh, attorneys being involved now. and Oh, shit's going to hit the fan. There's... Yep. There's 30 years of not-so-well-kept secrets that everybody knows about that just got swept under the rug. There's the 2006 incident with the, uh, with the clerk at the uh, tanning salon in fucking Tampa that he harassed. There's I mean, that there's tons plane of shit ride like from that. hell wasn't a secret. Yeah, the plane ride Dark from hell. Dark side of the crap. ring gave it to a new audience, but everybody knew about yeah, that plane ride. Like, that wasn't news. Like everybody knew about the Rita Chatterton thing. Mm-hmm. It's just been. For, you know, it's just been shoved down so far for 30 years. And there's tons more stuff from like, the 80s like that. Everybody knew about the snooker thing. Yeah. Like, none of that's news. So just good luck. And then there's the stuff that isn't exactly a scandal, but is just really shitty behavior, like how he treated Melanie Pillman on the Raw the night after her husband died. 
There's tons mm. of that stuff around the too. Owen Martha Hart stuff. Yeah. And like, whenever that name comes out, that is the wrestler they're talking about. Uh, it's just gonna open the floodgates. Is what it's gonna do. There's gonna be so many who come out. I hate to. I mean, I hate to bring up Sable won a lawsuit. You know, I hate to name someone who passed on, but there's the famous Ashley Massaro story where she went to them and said she was raped on one of those. Christmas in Kuwait specials, mm-hmm. and he pretty much told her to shut up because this is something good for America. Deal with it. So, I mean, like, he's a shit human being. Yep. And someone will always bring up, yeah, but he does rehab for the guys because he admitted it's wonderful PR for his company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he caused the injuries. Did you uh, see or read what uh, Kevin Ash said? Mm, which no. one? Uh, Nash is, so Nash is a new podcast up and it's about Scott Hall. Yeah. Is it on com. Yeah. It is. It is. And he breaks down like what happened I to mean, Hall. There's only 24 hours in a fucking day, guys. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, like he breaks down what happened to Hall. Yeah. Like Hall, he... It's a miserable two years. Well, no, like the final days. Oh, the final days. Hall was getting a, making a drink for himself and he slipped and fell in the kitchen and was in so much pain that he passed out. Um, since he has a pacemaker in him, he had to... He woke up, hours later, passed back out pain. Woke up, had to fight himself up to get up to get the phone and something in him or his pacemaker would freak out. And, like, the rest is rest. And, like, he's like, I tried to leave, but we couldn't. Uh, all the click members had to go on Skype and like his final hours that sucks yeah and it's scary because something kind of like that happened to my dad last summer where he fell and broke something and couldn't get up and couldn't get to the phone and yeah it called me in delirious pain like, didn't even know where I was I think he just pushed the first button on his phone yeah uh, so yeah that shit's scary when that yeah. happens man I mean, fuck that sounds terrible yeah I was like that just reading I was like oh. I don't know if I really want to listen to that. You know. Damn. Yeah. Vince uh, sucks. Vince does suck. Uh, speaking of uh, someone taking an L this but week. Then, now and forever. Together. Nah. Uh, someone else taking an L this week. Uh, Jordan Grace. <laughs> yeah, she's had some stupid shit. She, she has a history of saying stupid shit, uh, to be fair. Uh, her and Cornette have gone rounds, and she's lost every one of those rather badly. Most people tend to do when they go <laughs> rounds and rounds with Jim Cornette. Uh, Look at you, Uncle Dave. She said, and I quote, uh, ice cold take here. No shit. Chris Benoit wouldn't be able to hang with uh, many of the main event guys this generation because he wouldn't be able to remember all the spots they set a matchup with in the back. And ding, ding, ding. Uh, the last part of your fucking paragraph there explained why he wouldn't be able to. Because he was an actual worker who didn't have to set it up move for move in the fucking back like a Cirque du Soleil fucking routine. It's a wrestling match. I know this is me sounding old school, but I'm of the get out there and call it in the ring. That's how I am. That's what I grew up watching. I still believe it makes for the best matches because they're, they're unique. They go off the crowd. They go off what you're feeling. 
You're not, you're not just ignoring the crowd shitting on something because, no, I've got these three steps I have to remember are going on right now. Bang, bang, bang. Cut them out. Okay, Cut the fucking stuff out. Yeah. Cut them out. Go with the crowd. Let them go. I mean, you control the crowd, but if what you're doing is the crowd's shitting on, it's the reason they're shitting on it. It sucks. Call it in the ring. So Benoit would be, and you, you named a couple people. So I was going to bring that up. So I think, uh, so before we, do you agree with her take or disagree, Joe? Would Benoit be able to hang with the main eventers these days? Here's my opinion, and I don't give a shit about what he did, because I'm not, we're not talking about that. Yeah. On that, he can burn in hell. But I think he could. I think he'd be better than everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody, arguably, with, I'll give you one for sure that you're going to name, who I think is better than Benoit. But that's it. Roman. No. <laughs> uh, before you name them, we combined, we came up with three guys. Okay. Three. That of this generation, last 20 years. Okay. That are better. Or if not better, they but could hang. That they could can hang. hang with Benoit. Okay. Can you name them? Danielson. That's one. Yep. Okay. And that's the number one. It's the number, number one. one. I think he's better than Benoit. All right. Danielson. Joe? No. No. Although, wouldn't be bad. Joe could probably keep with him. Yeah. But he's not on the list. The go-tos are like Okada or Omega. But for sure no. not Omega. Omega's not even the fucking name Stratosphere. We didn't even come up with Omega. I mean, Christ. We have Rollins. She was, she was to be Rollins? fair, she was talking about Omega. Yeah. And that's fucking laughable. We have Rollins because he is a we great have, worker. I said Seth Rollins. Seth and Tanahashi. Franklin Rollins. Okay. And I think Tanahashi could. Those are the only three that... Without a doubt, I think could yeah. hang with Ben. I mean, there's others that probably that could. Yeah. I think Joe could. I think Okada could. But, but those three are the three that I think no doubt, just no fucking doubt, they could hang with Ben. They, can go, they those the three you're talking about. They can go in the ring and not have to. They can just call in the ring. Yes. And they know be what a to do. Four, five, you know, thirty minute match. If he was still yeah. active, Cena. Because they had matches together. <laughs> I mean, like, he got to wrestle Benoit that's the later why I'm like, I was trying to think of people who, like, were in the same company and wrestled him. Because, like, like Jericho now could, but Jericho did back then. So, like, mm-hmm. that, we, that doesn't work. Jericho. Like, we've Cena, that doesn't work. Cena and Orton both wrestled him and kept with him. Yeah, so that so that's, doesn't seen, really count. We've seen uh, Jericho. We've seen also not, Ray. They're not today's main event wrestlers either. Yeah, but yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Riddle couldn't. Yeah, so, like, go through the main event scene. Like, Omega, for sure, not none of the Bucks. Um, Page uh, couldn't. Page couldn't. FTR? They could, but in a, a Dax, tag, in a Dax ta- could? Dax, I don't know about Dash. Dax, Dax is, is good, really but good, but Dax is better. I think Dax could. Dax probably could. Dax probably could. But again, I'm not talking, like, we're not even just talking about just technical one for one. We're, like, there's Telling other the story. stuff to the package. Like, Bill may, have been a, not, may not have been a great promo, but he could tell the story yeah. in the ring. You so, like, knew there's what was other happening. stuff to it than just, I can do a really good headlock. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's more to it than that. Because there's, you want to, like, like, there are great technical wrestlers. Like, okay, Lance Storm for, would be an example, right? You go to any credible wrestling school, the trainer can probably hang technically with Chris Benoit in uh, any credible school, right? But there's not, it's not just the moves. I'll throw two more names out just right now since we're just spitbusting. Hangman? No. No, I don't think so. Punk? Nope, no. No, I know Punk's. Punk, 
Well, Punk was Punk. supposed to wrestle him famously his the last, last match. match. Um, but Punk is not a good worker. I love in Punk. Terms of He's like, not close to him in the he, ring. He would wipe the floor with Benoit promo-wise. Yep. But he's a bigger ring, star. And he's a bigger star. Mm-hmm. In ring-wise, now I'm not just talking move set, but just yep. telling the story in the ring, Benoit's better. Um, Dustin Rhodes? Not now, but... Cla- no. Classic Dustin could. W- natural Dustin Rhodes in WCW. Not gold dust. But like, it wasn't made of what, what about maybe Dustin, like when AEW started? No. Like that no. one last match with Cody? No. No. Uh, he's, he's still good, but he's not. Also, uh, not Cody. No. 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 But it's the Dustin of like 94. But see, like, like you're talking that. about like Dustin of 94. That's, who, that's how we're trying to come. Like, yeah. Dude, he fucking sucks as a human being. He's a piece of shit. That guy could burn in whatever terrible system you believe in. In the ring, dude. Like, there's a reason. He was what he was. There were a few better in the ring. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he was. That's why everybody wanted to have matches with him. He was the combo of Brett and Owen. He had the athleticism that Owen had, but Brett's technical, proficient ability. technicality that Brett. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just he was missing the personality part of it. Unfortunately, there was a little too much dynamite kid thrown in there. Uh, you know that. <laughs> that's the bad part. Less than the dynamite. But yeah, you know. But she Way did. I want to say she did apologize. She did do the which she shouldn't that. have had to. By I the hate way, that. yeah, that is gar. So all of these fucking, I stand up for free speech, douchebags like Chris Jericho, and then bullied her into backtracking on her own take. It and could be a shit up, take. And setting up a CTE take. fund and putting five thousand in it. That is complete gar. She had nothing to apologize. She basically for. paid five thousand dollars for having a shitty take on Twitter. That's nonsense. And I'm sorry, Jericho and Chavo, if we, if we be, if she besmirched the great name of Chris Benoit, like she besmirched your murderer right. fucking best friend. I know Chris believes he didn't do it, or, or some sort of weird conspiracy theory, but the amount of people sticking up for Chris Benoit this past week on Twitter scares me. To be perfectly when honest, when Benoit with you. was trending, I was like, "What is happening <laughs> right. in the world right now?" Did you did you God. dive into any of those comments? I was like, "I did." What I did. is happening I tried, on this like, swipe site? I was like, "She has a shit opinion, but it's her opinion. It's her, she's allowed. She to, she's allowed it. to have it." And some of the stuff I was reading was like, "What is wrong with you people?" Like, if he is allowed, Jericho is allowed to have his wife try and overthrow the government and say bullshit takes about COVID nineteen when he just states. Like unfactual medical facts, she's allowed to say Chris Benoit is a shit worker. Yeah, both can be true, right? Like you don't get to say uh, whatever she can't. Like that's the problem I have with the world we live in right now, is where if you have a shitty opinion, people just don't go, "Well, that's a shit opinion. You're wrong." They bully you into changing your view. I would just double down, oh, but, so I, but I. also I'm a jackass though. But so. I'm a I'm a cold hearted asshole who, I mean. But still, that's that's the world we live in. I remember it used to be like, I'd be like wow. David Flair's better than Benoit. Now what? It used to just be like, wow, your opinion <laughs> sucks, but I mean, it's yours, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Okay, cool, whatever. Everybody's got the right to be wrong. Cool take, bro. <laughs> but damn, some people have them as like gamer tag names. It's weird, right? Right. Like a little bitch. We'll get to that in a, in a little bit. Da 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 da. About to happen to oh. him. Oh. <sighs> oh. I think, we, yeah, we're done with Jordan Grace. So. Okay, okay. Before we go it span into a weird conversation like what Corey and I were having, so I'm curious what you thought. So I was like, before like any of that, specific about a match, is there a move today 
that you hate? With a passion. With a passion. Corey uh, interpreted the question differently. I like his answers. I'm going to have him give them in a second. Okay. Yeah. But for me specifically, in the way that I'm asking this question, I hate Hangman Page's buckshot lariat. I think it's the dumbest move in professional wrestling because he does that stupid flip, has to stop to reset himself, and then launch at the guy. Why would the guy just be like, I'm going to move? Why would I stand there and take that? It is the dumbest fucking move. So the, so the reason I interpret it different is because is I couldn't think of one, honestly. Yeah. That just jumped off that I fucking hate that much. I'm no, sure. No, that, that's honestly that thinking about is what spawned the question for Later me. Later on tonight, I'll is be I'll be laying there and being like, God damn it! And you don't want to t- text yeah. it. But <laughs> in mine is the use of moves at times during the like when it's used and how egregious it is. And who? Like using <laughs> like spamming finishers in the middle in the opening of the match just to kick out a one. Is to me is, is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. There's too much video game wrestling now um, where it's like, it's just a collection of, see, you've got unlimited finishers and you just keep using it over and over again. (laughs) And then 25 minutes later, you finally pin the guy. That seems to be taking over in the last two years. It's been a slow, steady progression, but in the last two years on the indies, especially, it's just spam finishers or light tubes until the match is over. And it's like, there's no work there. Like, there's literally no work being done. I have to think about it, but I, I agree with the buckshot. So it's just one of those things. It's, it does, like, it doesn't. One thing if it was a free flowing move, but it's not. There's a hard stop in the because, middle of it. And it's like, it's a hard stop, and also the idea of that. Sure, he'll clothesline him throughout the rest of the match, but, like, that one special move, that, that I, one motion helps, the, you know? I don't like the Bucks' double knee because they never hit. Never hit, it, yeah. I mean, it looks terrible. That's fair. Um, the elite If, they, if they hit, it would yeah. look okay. And, like, the thing is, like, I don't like how many times they do the V-trigger or whatever, but, like, the move itself doesn't yeah. bother. Just they use it. It's I mean, we'll bring up the super kick. I mean. The super kick. There needs to be a moratorium on super kicks. Started to do fines yeah. like a super kick. Super a fine, kick, dude. Super kick was my favorite move for a while, but now it's it just was like, Sean's too, and then I, you know. But then you know what happened? But that's the thing. The Bucks started overdoing it on purpose because yeah. they were heels who had a gimmick. Yeah. And it was fine for them because it fit the it gimmick. It made sense for the gimmick. However, everyone else <laughs> on the Indies was like, "Yeah, that gets an, a, a reaction." So everybody started doing unlimited super kicks, whether they were faces, whether they were heels, yep. whether it fit the match to I'm, the face, to the yeah. knee. To just I'm like, not always the biggest Bucks fan, but when they did it, there was a reason behind it, and it made sense. Now, they've lost the plot. Yeah, they they don't even know why they do it anymore, but they do it. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. Well, it's watching thing, between, it's, it's that thing. <laughs> of 2015 the, to 2022 is like completely different. It's yeah. that thing of the fact of like. There, there is at least two super kicks a match, uh, a match now, in every almost in every, you know, every uh, a, like, a match. So I didn't watch Japan, or I didn't don't watch Japan. Um, when they first started, I remember like the super kick party, like it was like super kick, like it was a big thing to yeah. do that. Now you're just like another. Who, uh, uh, I mean, honestly, the suplex thing is that now. Everybody doing the Brock Lesnar five hundred German yeah, suplexes. That's getting there too now. It's yeah, it's cool. When one person does it, but then everyone's like, hey, man, it gets a pop. I don't want this to be misconstrued. Ziggy Dice, you do as many arm drags as you want to, brother. <laughs> keep doing that. Because that is fantastic. Uh, did you see uh, Lesnar F5ing Otis like a 
freaking cruiserweight. Ah, well, the, yeah. I mean, Otis isn't as big as I mean. Yeah, he did that to Big Show and like nothing. Yeah. yeah. Also steroids. He's also forty five now. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's all natural. It's all it's just avocado toast and water. <laughs> hey, yo, yep. Yeah, I believe. Brock, <laughs> big proponent of avocado toast. He was talking about hogs on Raw. I saw uh, who's hog. Roman's hog. Oh, okay. We acknowledge it. Uh, speaking of Raw, let's bring this up. I just want to bring this up. Whoa, since, uh, we're going to transition from hog? No, no, Roman's no. hog? It's super kicks. It's, it's not oh. super kicks. Uh, all right, so, Corey, since you haven't watched uh, Raw and you haven't watched, uh, you haven't uh, caught up on the news, um, a certain wrestler returned last night and he's a babyface now for no apparent reason. I'm going to guess Dolph Ziggler. Bingo. <laughs> of course. Of course it's Dolph Ziggler. Hold on. <laughs> Can you return if you haven't left for like 45 years? Yeah, he returned from uh, from NXT to the I'm main pretty roster. Pretty sure Vince Senior hired him. <laughs> yeah, to take on Patterson at the Garden. He he worked Patterson. Yeah, he was Gene Seventy Nine. Jesus so, Christ! So, so Corey, I'll, I'll let I'll let you guess here. Yeah, okay. He has returned. Kick. He has returned. <laughs> yes, there was a super kick he, involved. There was. Check <laughs> out. Wait, let me guess. He oversold like a motherfucker. No, he... Uh, What's the point, though? I don't know. Who, you who do, do you think they're feeding him to? Hold on, let me think, let me think. Is he, he awesome? You said he came back as a babyface? Yes. Okay, so let me think if I know the heels on Raw. Does there's, he have gigantic balls? No. There's, okay. uh, there's uh, He's feuding with there's Logan There's pa- Purple House of Black. He's feuding with Logan Paul to become his tag partner. Logan Paul's a face? Yes. They've lost Do the they not know how I, Logan Paul works? I barely know Logan Paul. I know he should be a heel. That <laughs> dude is the most heelish motherfucker well, the, they have. As Corey thinks about who, uh, think of the heels, the storyline is this. The Miz wants Logan Paul to be his tag partner. If not, there would be trouble. And Logan Paul's like, no, I'm good. The Miz so they, already fucking stroked. What the hell is this thing called? More. Stroke. I know that. No, uh, it's, it's what it is. That's not what it's called. What the fuck is it called? Uh, Face full of stuff. No, it's not it. Nah. Final. Skull crush. Skull crush. Skull crush. Like, what the hell is yeah. it called? Uh, he already did that shit in Mania. Yeah, it's, already, it's, yeah. already, it's already been brought. I got it. Yep. I had to use WWE logic. Okay. It's theory. Oh, my God. You're correct. So, so let me let me show you, let me explain you how I got there. I've okay. got a theory. So it might be bunny. I was thinking it's not Miz because that would make sense. Yep. So it's got to be somebody that doesn't make sense. They're trying to build up theory. And Liv like, Morgan. And like I told you all, John Cena's not working SummerSlam, so they need something for theory to do. So I'm thinking it's got to be theory. But he's wait, hold on. Am hold I on. right? Hold on. Yes. Yeah. They, they already can't sell tickets to anything they do. Cena's not working, and they're still nope. tr- they're still trying to do a stadium, huh? He's filming Peacemaker season two right now. They're still trying to do a stadium. Yeah. Yeah. They just got over 30K. Is Roman working? Yeah, Roman and Brock. Roman and Brock, last man standing. Cool, another original match for them. That's, yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, no, that's that's the only thing drawing people in. Uh, sir, Why would you go to that? Uh, sir, uh, Theory is already facing Bobby Lashley for the title. At well, then Summer I don't know. Him. I still came up with it, but I don't but, know why. So, I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> so, another rematch. I'll tell you how this happened. Ready? God damn it. Main event of Raw. The first men's main event in over two months for Raw. Wait, what? Yeah, women have main evented the last two months straight. Yes. Now, when you say which women are we talking about? Like Oscar, Becky, okay, okay. Liv. That's getting worse. Like five men, five women. That's matches, not great. That Carmella, stuff. Carmella, That's, yeah. Don't turn the show off. Right. <laughs> well, and then one and one Raw ended in this past month of a pose down. So that wasn't a match. 
between Theory and Lashley that have yeah. posed down that involve baby oil to the eyes. Yeah. That was your main event angle. Did we ever get a Hammerstone versus Brian Cage pose down? That'd be amazing. Cool. How phenomenal uh, that Anyway, be. so the Raw main event was uh, Rollins and Theory taking on Zeke and... Elias? Is that who you mean? Yes. Okay. And AJ Styles. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, that happened. So the match is already happening, and Ziggler's music hits, and he comes out and just takes a seat at ringside. So, okay. And then, <sighs> and then Theory, pu- Theory puts his foot on the ropes, and then uh, Ziggler knocks it off. And then after the match, he super kicks Theory. So the Miz, that is the most who lukewarm debut, re-debut. who except the Miz, who except for me. Everybody hates. Yes, it's like to a person. Right? I like Mike. I watch those clips of my, uh, Miz and Misses on like Facebook. Yeah, and I'm like, this guy seems like a solid guy to hang out with outside of wrestling. He's a Cleveland sports fan. He's, he's got a that. smoking hot wife. He seems fun, but so, I hate yeah. the Miz. Yeah. So everybody hates the Miz, right? Yeah. Logan Paul is everything anybody over the age of thirty hates. He embodies every bit of it. And he's the face he in this be. feud? He will be. In all they're, fair- they're not going to cheer Logan Paul. In all fairness, um, I did read a little something uh, behind a wall about why he's a face. That's because he demanded it after Mania. He wanted to leave Mania as a baby face. Uh, they could still say no, but they didn't. So that's why the Miz uh, attacked him out of nowhere for no goddamn reason to WrestleMania, was to make him happy and have him leave Mania as a baby face. That doesn't make any sense. He honestly is already the best natural heel they have. You just have to give him a microphone and let him do what he does. Like, he can, like, because he has a podcast that's giant and popular. But he wants to He can do exactly what Pat McAfee does with a heel gimmick. Oh, Pat McAfee's taking on Happy Corbin at SummerSlam. Oh, I've heard. I didn't know they were former roommates on the Colts. That's what I didn't know. In 2009, they were roommates. I wonder that team sucked. Anywho. Um, so, yeah, that's how they return Ziggler. That's a that's no terrible. sell for me, dog. I think they're going to add Ziggler to the, uh, the triple, the th- triple threat. Triple threat yeah. that, so, uh, they need to get off the pot with Ziggler. The dude is my age. Yep. As a matter of fact... Lashley's 45, Brock's 45, AJ's 45, Cena's 45, Edge is 48, uh, Balor's 41. Remember they were fire all those people? Remember what happened to that? <laughs> yeah. What happened to that edict? Rollins is like 36. Uh, Roman's up there. Roman's 37. Uh, Joe, or no, Joe's not there anymore. Goddamn. Uh, theory might be the only guy they have. That's and then the other one, theory is like twenty two or some <laughs> yeah, nonsense, twenty four or some shit like that. The other, the way other direction. Uh, yeah. If Kofi's like forty something, I mean, Becky's in her upper thirties. Yeah, she's in her upper thirties. Oscar, I believe, is up Oscar's there. Oscar's forty two or so. She's like my age. I, you know. Um, I mean, Charlotte's no spring chicken. Thirty five. She's like no. 36? She's she's five years younger than I am. So she's thirty eight, thirty seven this year. So and Cody's the same age she is. So Cody's thirty seven. Fox a ticking. They don't have a lot uh, which leads me to my next yeah, thing. Problem, all the young people had NXT now work at AEW. So I thought I it's thought a problem for them. 
But I, I think there's a bit of good news. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know what year. I think that there is a group that was in MLW that was entertaining as fuck. I think they're going to end up in WD together somehow. That'd be Maxwell. I think it's the dynasty. Yep. I think you're going to get MJF, Holiday, and Hammerstone at some point in Man. WWE. It's going to suck to never watch MJF again. Right? That's unfortunate. And Hammerstone. That sucks for me. That's unfortunate. But um, I think they're going to get those guys, which they won't do, right? But I think they're going to start getting guys like that. Um, good luck. They need something. And Riddle, they- even Riddle's in his mid-30s, and he hasn't been wrestling that long. I don't... They have an who? old. I so I still have never had this explained to me. Who in that brain trust gets Riddle? You know what I mean? Like Vince thinks he's funny. <laughs> yeah, Riddle's thirty six. Vince Vince thinks he's weird. Well, he is weird because he's he's a stoner California goof. He's RVD, and Vince hated RVD. Like, I don't. But he thinks Riddle's goofy. Riddle's thirty six. Roman's thirty seven. I think the difference is RVD would say things like, uh, "Hey, that's you're killing my character, and this makes no sense. I'm more over than Triple H. Why aren't I getting the gold belt?" And Riddle's like, "I can have drafts fly out of my ass." Yeah, he's like, "Whatever, absolutely fine. It's all good, man." <laughs> so, yeah, they got nobody. They got no. Mm. Uh, no stars. Future's well, looking bright. Well, they got they're going to break up the Street Profits at SummerSlam after that Usos rematch again. Mm-hmm. So they can shove Montez down our throats. So the Usos, I think, are fifty-seven before he's ready. I think they're actually older than Rikishi at this point, but <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow, you're older than your dad. They, they laughed at me. They make a difference. <laughs> Do um, they? <laughs> we the old ones. They did it for the Rock. <laughs> so then we have that, and then for uh, AW, we have Fire Fest. Two-night event as night one is uh, this upcoming week, and night two is next week, and we know it's going to be a... Oh, really? It's not, like, Rampage? It, it, it's Dynamite. No, it's just both Dynamites. It's going to be a... Net, and the set, night two would be a... Are they taped together? No. No. Just so, night one and night two. So it's going to be a death match, cage match between Eddie Kingston and Jericho night two. No cell phone readout. But then night one, it will be <laughs> Warlow right? doing open challenge with Orange Cassidy accepting it. For the TNT title. Is that an open challenge then? If you already, anyways, they already accept. Yeah, it was an open challenge. They made Cassie. Well, said, Cassie's the guy I'd have Wardlow annihilate. Right? Because you, okay. I mean, they are just already backfired with Adam Cole when he fucking lost to him. I don't care if it was <laughs> unsanctioned. He lost on TV to Adam Cole to fucking yep. Orange Cassidy. You can't be competitive in this match. Because you, you either kill Orange Cassidy or you kill Wardlow's character. You got yeah, Wardlow's got a knife. I don't think I don't think Cassidy would be taking the spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> some bait and switch might happen, folks. Uh, John Moxley taking on. Kanosuke uh, Takashita. Yep. Takashita. 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 Then we have Claudio Castiglione taking on Jake Hager. Dun, da, 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 but da, da, we, da, da, the people, da, 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 Joe and Mister will all get this. The mega powers are exploding. Yes, yeah. they are. No, not like this. Not like this. Not like this. Is that like Uncle Zeb, Miss Elizabeth? <laughs> yep. I Whoever, see lust in your eyes. Whoever wins gets to put who's, Zeb who's on picking the, up Zeb yeah. on the shoulders. <laughs> Well, Claudio's strong enough to Claudio, do it. Claudio, so... Jake Hager would get the spot, but he'd drop him, probably. <laughs> yeah, he would. 
Blow Wessler. Um, blow out a knee, drops him on his neck. We get another Christian Cage promo. Thank God. Well, I mean, there's that at least. Last week's, I did hear last week's. At least tune into that. Where he said, Matt came out and cut a promo on me. He said, you're making your brother sound like the sober one. Yeah. He, it was it was one of those things, I think good old JR texts me. He's like, why are they doing this to Jeff? And it's just like. No, no fuck Jeff. No, Jeff wrote it on himself. Jeff yeah. deserves every goddamn bit of this. Why did we never get this Christian before? That's what I want to fucking know. So good. He's a better as a heel. It's always been better as a heel. I love uh, Christian. Then probably God. the main event would be a th- a triple or nothing match, as they called it. Young Bucks called it that. As the Young Bucks were defending their tag titles against Swerve in Our Glory and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. So basically the Bucks have been uh, sitting under the learning tree of Insurrection Jericho. Yep. And they're like, hey, these two teams have a pretty over a little feud. The crowd wants to see it. Be a shame if something were to happen. Be a shame if we just stuck our asses in the middle of it. It'll give us it'll give us good momentum to go and beat FTR for all those titles they're going to have pretty soon. So, yay! That doesn't sound. I mean, that, I'm sure it'll be good, but I don't know. I think this week, I think this month, he's putting all his booking thoughts into Ring of Honor show because that's already. Joe that show and Lethal. So good. <laughs> Joe and Lethal. You've got the Briscoes Bucks and, and Bris- Tune in Briscoes. Next week, when we mark out yeah. No Cell for the ring of what the hell is it called? Death, Death Before, Before Dishonor. Yeah. Uh, you got Serena Deep challenging Mercedes Martinez dude, I'm for the so women's title. I'm so excited for that fucking show. It's going to be God, such damn. a good show. And it's looking like uh, Gresham and Lee Moriarty for the world title. Mm-hmm. Well, in all fairness, they kind of probably had to reschedule the main event because Claudio, I think, was going to play a part in it. But they had to debut him. But then, you know, everybody uh, left and got hurt, and they don't have anybody. So. Yeah. You know. So they went ahead and rushed a heel turn on Gresham last Friday, which I'm not sure. I mean, he, he, could be, he, he could be a heel. I yeah, mean, he, joined, it, uh, he but, joined Blanchard's uh, group. But I'm not sure if. What? Yeah, he joined Tully Blanchard oh. Enterprises. Yeah. Okay. Not, no, not Tesla. <laughs> That'd be a shitty thing. <laughs> uh, you know what? Joe just set it off. <laughs> and now we are S O L. And you know what that means. Yeah. And you and you know what that means. Happening Oh my god. Did you just break an ankle? No. You broke a butt cheek, just cracking it. So let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. Let's set it off. Let's set it off. I Do we have it like that? We got it like that. Me and the producer. Hey, you like this shirt? Go ahead and feel it. That's a no. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> I think it sucks. So me and the producer yes. got to go to POW Pro Wrestling. Um, well, you, we, gotta, we gotta you, put us, you went down in an alley. We right? went down in the alley. Why well, you got to put us, uh, we got to punk us out like that? Uh, they well, don't know that we, who the producer well, is. Yeah, they didn't, well, they didn't know who went and did I would say this. Me and the producer went. You, the, there was you a match wrestler. You don't know if it was me or not. YouTube stuff came up. You couldn't go. The little bitch said he was gonna go and then flaked out. So but shouldn't you be get him? Shouldn't you be used to that by now? From well, him? yeah, get but him. you know, you know, it'd be great if you know, since I paid for your ticket, little bitch. Get him. Maybe send that cash this way, since you know, I don't know if you paid for any of the past couple of tickets. How's that second round pick going? We got. Get him. I'll check the cash app, but I don't think we've uh, seen a, a dime. Get him. And you've been to those shows. So I'm just saying, you know, the day before, hey, you're going, you're going, you bet you I'm going, and then he flakes out. Get him! This is like Cornette on Omega. <laughs> That's all I got, you know. 
Well, me and the producer, we we were the ones able to go to go to down the alley. We're in Blair Alley, new uh, Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, that's what we call it. <laughs> they across the pond. God damn. We told you it was in Iowa. So I, I, uh, he knows maps. I know maps. Uh, I got lost. The producer helped us as uh, she helped me find my way. She just left candy and you followed it. Yeah, we yeah. know what Ooh, happened. Piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, <laughs> Werther's. Living <laughs> the Grandma candies. Hey, hey man. You, hey, you hey, peppermints. Your, Hell yeah. You shut your mouth about Werther's. <laughs> you put some respect on that name. I got a mouthful of Werther's right now. So, uh, since we're we, me, since we went to go see it, we will talk about it as the producer is actually making a special, as the, as a, we call a it. A patented run-in. A patented run-in. Hello, producer Zen. Welcome to the show. Hey! Still, you still got it. <laughs> so, let me, uh, let me, uh, get to my notes and we'll run it down. I would just like to say that Joe did have Werther's candy and I offered was packing them, them to me multiple times <laughs> while we were waiting I was packing during eat. the show. All right, where, where's Hold my... On. You know, if I had my way, I would just have yeah. an endless pocket of hot tamales, personally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just nonstop. Like loose, though? Like loose tamales? Yeah. Easy access. Yeah. <laughs> So what you got to do is get one of those, like, COVID masks, and you dump it in your mask, you eat it like a horse. Oh, so smart. I, I've seen people do that with like, with, like, chips with hoods. God damn it. Like, they put their sweatshirt reverse, and then they God pour the it. chips inside. <laughs> feedback. Yeah, it's a feedback. Hood full of Doritos. Like, I'll say this now, and I've said it multiple times. I've been to the movie theater, and I've seen the future. Before the pandemic, we, uh, I saw this guy have a large bag, like, large thing of popcorn. He pulled out his uh, paper bag okay. and then dumped it in there and then had his kid go get the refill. That's genius. So, blew my goddamn mind. And he also said, we'll refill it again before we leave. Yes. Yes. So, for Pow. That guy's in 2099. Exactly. That's what I said. Uh, the first match was Drexel versus Abigail. Uh, winner via double arm DDT, Drexel. A good starter match. Uh, I would say for, for the match itself, a lot of people still coming in, so it was kind of like you can you saw someone some of the diehards show up and got the crowd going. It was overall a good match. It's just like people still coming in to be like, okay, uh, a lot quiet. You know, like you can hear like you talk too much, but yeah, Abigail seemed pretty on it. This event uh, took a lot of pretty brutal hits from Drexel. You know, Drexel did his usual shtick of uh, wanting to get beat up and titty twisted. Yeah. Uh, I would say my brother and his uh, one of his friends showed up, and this was, like, her first time seeing this, like, a wrestling event live. But she she was telling us, like, you know, she's like, I, the most wrestling I ever watched was back when she hung out with my brother and when we were the kids because it was, you know, the add to our time frame. Uh, the second match of the night was Dead uh, dead to Rights versus the Flamin' Aces of Spencer Scott and Zay Perez. Joe refused to believe that what happened was going to happen. I marked it down for Death to Rights. But the Flamin' Aces win via roll-up. He both 
I mean, Joe did book it. There is two roll-ups in this ma- in this card. <laughs> but it was pretty good. I want to see the DMs from you and the booker now. <laughs> the uh, Dead to Rights. They, they definitely are coming into their own as a tag team. You can see that they're gelling a little bit more. Derek Shaw wore uh, pants. <laughs> Not so, the little shorts. Yeah. It was interesting. It was weird. Um... We, the producer thought there was going to be dissension between the Flaming Aces just because, you know, like they did, you could hear them talking. It's like, do you remember us last time? And like, yeah, we beat you last time. And, um, Spencer Scott on the side also was doing a lot of, like, come on, gosh, like, uh, every time Zay was in the, in the ring. He was pulling some Shawn Michaels November 91 energy. Mm hmm. Yeah, he was definitely the hot tag, came in. Uh, really beat up Dr. Cleaver and Derek Shaw. But then in the end, Perez got the, the Ro- win. The roll-up, yeah. yeah. And I won't lie, I did mark it down dead to rights in my notes. Win via! And I was gonna, and I left the space to put how they won. And then the producer just looked at me and just laughed at me because, you know. Never <laughs> mark it down. It no. was obvious they were going to win Yeah, when they came out. So the next match was going to be Charlie uh, Bell versus uh, Malcolm Flex, but Jeremy Blanchard was not able to make it. So Jeremy, uh, Malcolm filled in for Jeremy. We'll get to that later on. So we had a, a uh, special guest come in, and it was uh, everybody's favorite homeboy, Chris Brady. Uh, Chris Brady wins. Was he crip walking? Yes. He was. Uh, Chris Brady wins via the beautiful moonsault. Gosh. I did see that on Twitter. It was nice looking. It was pretty. It was so pretty. The stage where we sat was pretty even with the ring, and so you got a perfect view of it. Uh, It is a thing to be reckoned with. But they had really good chemistry in the ring. Obviously, a lot of respect between the two of them. At the end, they hugged it out uh, as the crowd chanted for a a hugging. Um, Yes. They did. They said, hug it out. Hug it out. Thank you, Team Hell No. (laughs) Uh, But no, it was good chemistry, good match. It's, you know, one of those things of, you know, the young up and coming from the Pacific Northwest working together. And you can see that they're getting their, uh, you know, boots underneath them. And it's, you know, turning turning out to be good for them. Nice. The crowd was really behind Chris Brady. Mm-hmm. More than Charlie. I think the last event we saw a lot of Charlie fans. This one was mostly Chris Brady chants. Uh, the next match was supposed to be the country whipping match uh, between the Blanchards and the Bash Bros, but Jeremy couldn't make it, so Malcolm filled in. So it was Malcolm Flex and Bubba Blanchard, because we're in Blanchard country. Damn right. Versus the Bash Bros. And it was just a normal match that since they didn't have Jeremy, they didn't decided you know the, uh malcolm cut a promo saying like with me being involved i'm too good to be whipped so oh that reminds me i'm sorry i forgot i received a dm i'm since i'm the spokesperson for blanchard country yeah. uh, as long as he keeps the mustache you are to refer to him as magnum bb <laughs> just remember that so they come out and they're wearing matching gear uh malcolm's wearing a uh Hawaiian shirt and a fedora and Bubba comes out and like he turns around and then he has the mustache and everybody lost it and explains your country 
Never. Never. Uh, yes. I think it took Joe and... The boyhood dream came true. <laughs> it took Joe aback, and, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun trying to figure out how to take a picture of it to send to the no-sell crew. Uh, Magnum BB was not uh, really facing the camera for us, so I had to sneak it in. I have a video uh, that I'm waiting for my brother to send. First off, my brother lost it with Magnum BB. So did the crowd. Yeah. The crowd lost it. Magnum is the gift that keeps on giving. So my brother lost it. And then my brother and his friend were like taking photos and videos. Well, you know what Magnum BB did in this match? What? He did the splits. <laughs> and my Jean-Claude Van Damme style splits. And my brother has video of it, and I got I just need it for him to send it to me, and I'm going to post it on the no-sell. That's magnificent. But Magnum BB with the uh, splits. <laughs> but it was, it was a fun match. Uh, so the Blanchards won via the fact that Bubba used a chain. Punched one of the Bash Bros, put it under his armpit. <laughs> one music played, and I don't know. Bubba got up, and then it fell. It fell. It, but I think it was one of the Bash Bros that had the chain, and then oh, the so ref saw it, and it was just like, "Hey, you cheated! Restart the match." That's bullshit. As he should have. You just said Bubba punched him with a chain. You admitted to nefarious means. <laughs> All right, yep. Once again, those cheating ass. It was Bubba Blanchard. Rings. He ain't Magnum nothing. He was wearing a ring, and then yeah, he, you know yeah. it was just. I saw also a four weapon. I you saw, also admitted he cheated. I saw a ring on him, so that's because it was a giant ring. So and next to Blanchard yeah. Country, but he's allowed to wear the ring. Little known fact. He was the first winner of the AEW Diamond <laughs> Dozen Battle Royal. There it is. The gimmick MJF has had for years. Bubba won the first one Yep. back in 72. But uh, I believe he last eliminated uh, Sweet Hanson. I believe he beat Dolph for the for the for the finals, I oh, believe, is what happened. Son. Oh, that's my bad. I get the dates wrong. I get the dates wrong. right, brother. Uh, but the, <laughs> the ref restarted the match because he thought he saw a chain and Bash Bros. Rolled them up, and you know what? I'm not taking that dollar. So, let me uh, guess. Little known fact: that referee's name Randy Bash. Might be. God damn. <laughs> Randy Bash. Yeah, that's right. The third yeah. Bash bro. Uh, but overall, it was a fun. It was another fun match. Uh, crowd was into it with Bubba. Um, the glistening Magnum BB. The Bash Bros too had more energy in this match. They they came out and were. Grinding their hips and could have been a little low key the first couple times they were here. Yeah, but it still blows my mind. One boot, one one uh, like shoe. (laughs) Yeah, like what's what's with the little boot shoe gimmick? Same thing, still going on. So then we went on break and we came back and we had the midnight heat open challenge. So we were trying to figure out who it's going to be, and it became the Hammer Brothers. Before we get into this match, let's just set the scene here because we had a 15-minute intermission. Yep. Uh, wrestlers came out. They were mingling with people. There were drinks flowing. So intermission really set the tone for a good second half of the show. So we had the Hammer Brothers come out. Do you guys want to take a guess what their names are? Well, first of all, I'm going to throw a little more fuel to the fire. I'm going to give you some little more facts. Okay. Originally... It was supposed to be me and Little Bitch. 
answering this challenge. Yeah. But he no-showed. Oh, man. So, I had no idea where he was. And then I, they found out there was alcohol flowing freely, and you know me and double secret probation. Yeah. So they whisked me out of the building. Bastards. Scared bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so the Hammer brother, bro, Brothers come out wearing the, like, baseball-style sunglasses, hard hats, vests. Their names are... Jack. Bingo. And... Armand. Sledge. Damn, Armand Hammer. Jack and, uh, Jack Jack and, and Sledge, Sledge Hammer. Hammer. That is... That's so everything about that screams 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love it. But, it cu- but they are very the... very 80s campaign. They cut, they cut the promo that they're the bulldozing, st- stream-rolling, uh, steam-rolling, pile-driving, polarizing, blue-collar brawlers. <laughs> and they, they had a tape measure, and they measured out the entrance for, like, no reason. <laughs> It was fan. It was that shit is awesome. They both had mullets. Mullets, but and it, but like Corey, like you and Devin, that's their fatigue too. One is tiny, and one is the the Yoko oh. of the bigger, stronger type. You know. Of, Wait, hold on. I have so many points I have to make now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, that's great. I just want to point out then that means little bitch is Owen. No, that's, that, that's what you just said. First of all, that's what you said. No, I didn't. Just like that chain thing? No, I didn't. Second of all, I am so sad I missed this. God damn it. The Hammer Bros. I'd... It was epic. You know what, folks? Let this be a lesson to you. Don't miss, pal. Yeah, don't, don't, don't fuck around. Don't miss. Uh, I fucked up. Don't fuck you up. You know how they ended? Well, we saw Eddie's and Ricky's ass, like full-on ass. Like, they wrestled the final three minutes with their pants pulled down. <laughs> like professionals, they finished the match. They, uh, like, you know, we didn't see the the, uh, the brown eye, but we were close. So uh, uh, yeah. who has the better ass? Eddie was definitely bent on all four in front of us. Yeah. So Chris Eddie. It was Eddie. It was Eddie. It was Eddie's. Hashtag Team Eddie's ass. They were all nice and tan. Yeah. Yeah. Is Eddie's ass on Rosalind? There was no, uh. No tan lines? There was no tan lines. All right. On both teams. On both guys. Hell yeah. Uh, but it was fun match. Uh, you know that, like I said, the, uh, the you know, bros. Oh my God. the Hammer Bros, Sledge and Jack. Fam- Bonsai. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Yoke. Uh, then the- I'm not a nugget. <laughs> God damn it. The Hammer Brothers too are gonna be a really fun gimmick if they can keep the momentum going. Gonna need them versus the Blanchards. All like, it in was a heartbeat. was the promo, and that crowd went wild. I need one of them to try to measure Bubba, and Bubba loses his fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> they have huge potential, yeah. and I think that's a big spot to put a brand new tag team in. Uh, the fun thing for me was watching a lot of the people that work the shows that are in the school, just watching them act out their promo and their characters, and you just see it in their eyes. Like, that's what I want to do. Because uh, like Chris Brady, the Flaming Aces, a lot of the talent were just watching the rest of the night. Good. That's exactly what like, they should be doing. They were just hanging out, just watching the rest of the night. Yeah, um, it was really cool. The next match was... Titus Alexander versus Adriel? Adriel. Adriel Noctis. Crowd was so hyped from the last match that unfortunately when Noctis came out, they kind of fell flat. 
But the that's match, unfortunate. My the match, match of the night. My yeah. match of the night. I, I can watch these two go. Titus. I, it was a... Uh, Titus wins with the the Michinoku driver. Uh, but they... I want to say they went 10, 15 at least. And it's just like, if they, they could have went 30 and you would have still like, damn. It had a 15 minute time limit. So they were short on time, period. And they made the most of it. It was I, awesome. I don't know what he wants to do in the future, but I... I have visions of Japan. Yeah. I see oh, Japan. Be good in Japan. Uh, but, uh, no, overall, another fantastic match. Like, if I did star ratings, four and a quarter. God like, damn. Imagine Titus in, like, the heyday of the X Division in TNA. Well, it's funny you say that because I keep saying he reminds me of, like, 2002 AJ Styles. Not the finished product, but you could see everything there. It was, it, and you're just like God. Both a couple dudes. years, both guys, and a couple years, yeah. both guys were awesome. Noctis really showed up. I mean, he was carrying his own, and I, I this is a different gimmick than what I had seen when I looked up his his previous. Matches. Where's he from? I don't know. See Northwest? Is he I think he's Northwest? Yeah. Good. That means we probably see him more often. I think so. The crowd was really into it. After falling flat during the entrance, they were hot afterwards. So I nice. like he turned them. Great. Nice, yeah. nice. It was a really great, intense match. It was quick. You could tell it was um, more fast paced than they probably wanted to go, but it, <laughs> it was good. It was really good. So the main event. Right. Hey, I can actually talk on this one. Yes, the main event was Funny Bone. Taking on the nice guy, our guy. Don't forget, with the impresario himself, Mr. Ulala. With Mr. Ulala. Vinny Massaro. In a street fight. Back in the alley, a back alley street fight. Nice. For the POW Pro Wrestling Championship. Championship. And it was fantastic. At this point, the crowd had really started to fill out. You could tell that more people were coming to watch the show. The Word of mouth throughout the night. Yeah, and it, there was the alleyway that actually started to fill with people trying to watch. There was a very narrow window where they could see it, and so they were all kind of huddling together. Nice. Um, but it was really fun to see the amount of people. From where we were sitting, you could just see all of the people that were starting How to How did Funny Bone get over live in the alley? He got over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It looked like my boy Vinny was over as yes. a heel. Yes. Yes. Which is what you want. What you really, really want. Two, two guys. Sorry, I had to. It was kind of weird watching this because there was no uh, no commentary. Mm-hmm. It was just a raw feed of this match itself. Uh, the atmosphere looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I like the... As cool as outside wrestling looks when it's still light out, it looks so much cooler when it's dark. It was so what? Uh, ID Idaho. Yes, that'd be. That's ID. where uh, Noctis is from. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. I remember thinking that's a freaking weird place to come from, but only because of Idaho right now in this country. But yeah. you know, that's a lot um, other stuff. So, like the th- what, what uh, Zen was saying. So when this match and the Titus match. You could see, like, the crowd get bigger and bigger, and, like, the line went from the, you know, they drew the line of, like, you can't go here, 
in next to the stage because it's standing room. Yeah. And to the, from the ring, and then like almost all the way back to the the merch the merch table was just like fifteen people. Yeah. And you couldn't tell if people were standing in line for merch or if they were in the waiting the standing just room watching, only. and. It was fantastic, you know. Uh, Mr. Ulala didn't deserve what he got. No, he didn't. What he was just in the ring, and he was just trying to. He saw some sweat, and he was trying to wipe it off. And he had he had found some a chair, and he was like, "I got to wipe this chair off because if someone sits on it, they might smudge the pants." That's and true. he accidentally nicked Funny Bone. So then Funny Bone decided to throw him on a pile of tacks and then drag him around on it. Not After cool. taking his shirt off. After taking, why? Yeah, I, I get it, Funny Bone. You're trying to be the, the nice guy by well, it's hot out, and but no, no. Trying to put some extra holes in the back so yeah. air can come in and yeah. out. You know how much those shirts cost? A lot of money. A lot of mo- they're French. They're about about two ninety nine. Oh, hell no. So, producer, this is my, this is my bullshit that I'm listening to right now. So I, I haven't seen this. What did that jackass actually do, and why was it deserved? <laughs> what Funny Bone did to him? Jackass. So Mr. Ulala try I just need some honest reporting here. It's all I'm looking for. Gets into the ring with a chair and attempts to hit Funny Bone with the chair. Classic. Uh, you but. know, and I will ha- I will say that Mr. Ulala barely touched. Yeah, funny barely touched. It was a tap. That's because he's weak sauce. Oh, you sh- you you so can't did, dance. He you did go, not you, deserve. You go he did not deserve to get put through the through the tax, but. Props to Mr. Ulala, who woke up with more holes than Swiss cheese. I hey. saw, I saw the feed. What happened is he could tell Funny Bone was tired. Yeah, he was bringing in the chair for <laughs> him yeah. to sit down. Yeah, he there tripped you go. over. That's what it yeah. was. he tripped over the rope. Accidentally hit Funny Bone in the back of the chair. Yeah, accidentally. So you're saying he had too much of that French wine. And he was in no condition to be in the ring, and so if you're if you're if you're too clumsy to be in the oh ring, you God. shouldn't be getting in the <laughs> ring. Because what happens if you get in the ring? Shit happens. That's Funny Bone's yard. You don't get in the yard. Oh my God! That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh my! Funny Bone wasn't wearing snakeskin yeah, pants. He was not. Not that <laughs> night. Um, but it was, it was a fun match. They went out everywhere. Like yeah. they didn't go where where the stage was. It's like it was a steep step, like to get down. Like there's like a mini little st- like thing, like. I told the I told Zen I'm like they're not going to do any moves here because of like the stage is so high if someone trips they could get hurt on the mini step or just the step itself the stage itself so they fought where all the other tables was at they fought yeah. through and I was like you know the walk and brawl the walk and brawl and then like, you see them come back and like Vinny's covered in soda or like alcohol or whatever it's just covered in like drenched. I was telling Joe the missed opportunity though. There was a hot dog stand. They should have shoved hot dogs in one of their throats. And they I mean, have. it should have been funny bone. Yes, it, it should have happened. Um, <laughs> so the winner of the match, <laughs> the winner of the match, was our boy Vinny. Uh, so what? So what happened was there was a ref bump. Another ref came out, and he may or may not got a. Buddy Ruth almost took out the only people in seats next to yeah, the so, ring. So with the layout, it's standing room, stage, and then there's like eight seats. Like you're legit. You can like rest your hands on the ring, yeah. and like Buddy like gets hit and like falls over, 
And then he's like almost rolls on to like the eight people that are laying there. Also, by the way, a uh, sledgehammer. He, they did this spot where he got hit and he falls back and he's standing up in front of like four people. I'm like, yeah, you would have died. And like, you know, the funny thing is, like, right before, I'm like, those are like the best seats because you're like right there. And all of a sudden, Sledge literally, is like, oh, God! Literally, right before that. So, uh, Buddy gets knocked down. The other, uh, other ref comes out, gets knocked down. Uh, I think it was a chair shot. I think it was. I think, so, I think yeah. Vinny hits uh, Funny Bone with a chair shot and, uh, Ref's knocked out, mm-hmm. so uh, Vinny helps the ref make the three count. As he should. As he should. He's a good guy. He's the champion, a good you know, guy. Because the champion's a role model, and he helps out the other people yeah. if need be. Yeah. And, you know, trust me, the family. I mean, I'm not in the family. I, I know somebody who's who's been made, but... Uh, <laughs> the boyhood dream came true. <laughs> Crowd was... Really they into it. it. They they were booing the crap out of Vinny. Uh, he went back to the ring. Well, first off, there was also a, a portion of this match where people started to give money to yeah. the, the wrestlers. Yeah. They threw the money in to be stapled to him. And uh, Funny Bone <laughs> stapled a lot of money. And then the crowd started chanting, "No!" Oh, well, Funny Bone yells, you have no balls. Uh, even dildos have balls and you don't. Uh, the crowd started chanting, <laughs> no balls. Um, so then Vinny says, well, oh, the next show is in September. And uh, you can pick the match. We're having another match. And all I know is uh, Funny Boat said, well, we're going to go to goddamn war. Yeah, so who So knows? I don't know what type of stipulation that would be. Desert Storm match. <laughs> <laughs> Punjabi prison match. There it is. That's what we want. That's what we want in the alley. <laughs> During Blur Alley. Punjabi prison. I won't lie. We got there and we were like, the roofing. I'm like, who's taking the bump? Because like you can legit jump off like two roofs. Jaden. For over 50 <laughs> years. I was thinking the moonsault. Chris yeah. Brady doing but the moonsault. But the thing is, it's just like, it had to be like, to the right where the eight people are on the ground, it had to be there because it's like a V shape and it's the closest to a roof. While the other side, there's like you have to make sure you jump over the turnbuckles and the ropes. Um, but uh, overall, another fun, a fantastic night at PAL. Um, like I said, the next show's in September. Don't know when. I just know it's in September. Um, check uh, PAL Pro Wrestling socials and uh, we'll get some more details. Hopefully, here Stay soon. Stay tuned and listen to us, and we'll, we'll, we'll let you know, too. But there you go. Go to the socials, go to our socials, and we'll let you Don't know. Don't miss the show, people. Yeah. But overall, I, I definitely think having uh, a 21 and over show was a great benefit to them. It helps expand their... Should it be full-time? No, I don't think it should be full-time. I think okay. it should still be a mix. But if right now, especially if they're not able to get booked up in Salem, this is something to consider of having a show where it's 21 and over, and then you can have another show where it's open to all ages. Because people will be going to Blur Alley no matter what, and then they go, oh, there's an event here? They walk out and pay, I think, what, I don't know, like $5 or something for standing room? I don't know. They were 20. They're 20. They're pay, or there's people, you know, I don't know, there was like 20 people in the alley just watching. So word of mouth. People like I, my brother and his friend. I, I don't think she lives here, but they're like next show we're going. Don't stand in the alley. Buy a ticket. Yeah, <laughs> oh, of course. Ticket. Yeah, buy your <laughs> ticket. But I'm just saying, like there are people in the alley. And, like I kind of wondered if they had maxed out though. 
it was that full in the in the little area. So I was worried about that because Vinny was talking about the night before, wherever he was at in NorCal, somebody it, the, called the fire marshal and shut the fucking event down. The uh, It's the same uh, place they always do it. Yeah. Somebody called the goddamn fire marshal yeah. and shut their fucking event down. Wow. That sucks. Was that, that sounds, the Circle Six? That I mean, sounds like a rival West promoter. West Coast. That screams rival promoter. Jealous. Huh. I've heard of that shit being done so many times in indies when... When you're running shows kind of in the same area and one is doing a little better than the other one and they get a little jealous and they have very viable proof that maybe you have a couple more people than you should have in there, they absolutely make that call. Interesting. Overall fun, fantastic show. Highly uh, recommend. Highly recommend. Look it out on the socials. Look it on, for our, on our socials and theirs. Yes. And next time we'll... I don't know. It's stage or standing room. I kind of like being in the mix of things. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, we'll find out, but stay I'll tuned. I'll take a bump. Sure. Ooh, ooh. The producer will take a bump. I've taken many. Oh, wrestling. wrestling. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> then I bumped again, and then <laughs> I bumped <laughs> again. Corey, speaking of bump, you're about to bump here because we're going to quiz you. Oh, shit. Quiz. I terrible quizzes. But Can you the... guess the pay-per-view? I will try, sir. I will try. So, I got two this week. I think he's going to get the first one pretty fucking quick. i got to be honest. Okay. Or at least easily. Okay. I think he's going to struggle with it. Well, so, uh, re- let's recap. So you're going to you're gonna give him a card? Yeah, I was going to read down matches. Are you going to give him a year? Or he's just nope. Gonna, okay. He has to give no, the year and the pay-per-view. Pay just, just a friendly recap yep, yep. to the listeners. Okay. First match. Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt defeat Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley and Triple X. Who is uh, Christopher Daniels and... You like Skipper. Or Sinchi. Sinchi. At one time, it was prime time, baby. Prime time? He was with them, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Your next match... Okay, okay. Kaz defeats Uh Raven. Okay. I know the year. Next match. James Storm defeats Rhino. Okay. Then you have the Latin American Exchange. LAX. Defeating the Voodoo Ken. The vo- VKM, the VKM. Voodoo Ken Mafia. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, there, yeah, the Mafia. Then you have Robert Rude defeating mm-hmm. Eric Young. Yep. Shout out to NXT. Chris Harris defeating Black Rain. I don't know who that is. Oh, it's Goldust. Gold ah, there it is. Um, ready for this show? Yes. The Steiner brothers, yes, both of them, defeating Team 3D. <laughs> mm. Yep. Your co-main event, Abyss, Andrew Martin, and Sting defeating Christian's Coalition. Who was Christian Cage, AJ Styles, and Tomko. Andrew Martin is test, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Tomko is Tyson Tomko. And then your main event, Kurt Angle defeating Samoa Joe. We're in 2007. Yes, we are. We're in uh, Orlando, Florida. Okay. We are at, that is Hard Justice? Correct. Yep. One, he's one and one now. I, I knew he would get that one. Yeah. But, yeah. I had, I had no doubt he was going to get that. 
The next one, I'm curious there. See if I can see see if I do better here. Did you have any idea what that was, Joe? Did you no. have a guess? No, I've never. No. Okay. <clears throat> Let me make sure I have this year here. Hold on. <laughs> make sure then they smartly fired Andrew Martin right afterwards because this is like, you know, a month after the Benoit things or two. And he goes on an interview going, I think steroids are great and everybody should take them. And I'm <laughs> pro steroids and I take all the steroids I can get my hands on. <laughs> okay, well, so there's that. <laughs> all right. They're like, yeah, I get off my TV. Full circle. Okay. Opening match. Mascarita Sagrada and Octognacio uh, defeated Espectrito yep. and Jimbo Estrada. Okay. Or Himbo, I don't know. Next match, Fueza Guerrera, Madonna's boyfriend, and Psychosis defeat Rey Mysterio Jr., Heavy Metal, and Latin Lover. Mm-hmm. Madonna's boyfriend was uh, Louis Piccoli. Uh, I think I know what the event is. Yeah, so I. Yeah. All right. Already, huh? Pegasus Kid, Too Cold Scorpio, and Tito Santana defeat Jerry Estrada, La Parca, and Blue Panther. So, name that first team again. Uh, the Pegasus Kid. That's Chris Benoit. Benoit, yeah. Too Cold Scorpio. Yeah. That's Flash Funk. And Tito and Santana. Tito Santana. <laughs> what a team. Hey, is Tito Santana the guy that... Who's the other Is okay. that the weirdest six-man tag team you've ever heard in your you life? Think it's, it's, it's a Survivor Series. Yeah. Weird as shit. Uh, then you have... Octagon and El Hijo del Santo. Yep. Defeat La Pajera de Terror... So it's uh, Art Bar and Eddie Guerrero. Is that final team? Yep. So that's fun. Okay. Oh, Your so main event. So good. Pero Aguayo defeats Conan. In a cage, I believe. Uh, I'm going to take a guess. Okay. Go ahead. It's your guess first. I'm going to say 1994 Triple Mania. You're close. It's 1994. Correct. It's when worlds collide. Correct. It was an American. You were so close. It was ah! put on American pay-per-view by WCW with Mike Tenay doing commentary. Voice of Mike Tenay. Voice. And that's the first time I saw Eddie Guerrero, guys. Oh, yeah. And Eddie Guerrero and Art Barr as as that team. You want to talk about heat? <laughs> they caused, Latino heat? They caused riots in Mexico. Oh, yeah. They caused. They had to shut down shows because those two started riots in Mexico. I've never seen a tag team get that much heat anywhere. I was hooked. I already knew Art Bar from Portland Wrestling, Beetlejuice, uh, and but Eddie Guerrero. I was like, holy fuck, this guy's awesome. He's inciting a riot. He's got this fucking mullet. What's going on with this Hell guy? Yeah. Loved it. Hell Loved yeah. every bit of it. Damn, you got both of them. Yeah. I thought I had him in that second one, man. He's two, uh, he's two and one How, now. Did you know it immediately? That second one, yeah. Jesus. Only because I watched it like six months ago. So maybe. here's the funny thing is I in my head I'm gonna go, I went, Corey's gonna guess the second one, the hard like the harder one, quicker, he'd be like, he would know it more than he would the uh Son of a bitch. The impact one. So I think next time I'm gonna take Joe's advice. I'm not gonna tell Corey what that advice is, but I'm gonna take your advice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm all for it. You got some homework too. We did have some homework. You? 
I, I, I told you where to find it, so you knew I, I watched it. it. So did I. I, did. Yeah, I just <laughs> forgot. I No, I couldn't. I didn't text so you. There was multiple nights I couldn't feel. Yeah. I was like, where the fuck is this match? I, Anyways. After after the last day of recording, I watched. I was like, you know, I, fuck. I was like, fuck, I forgot it. I'll watch it. <laughs> and I watched it, and I was like, I skimmed it. I'm like, where the fuck is it? And then like I went backwards. I'm like, oh, there it is. Um, but, I had a much uh, easier time than you guys, and I didn't even know where it was on the card. Yeah. I, I went on the gimmick. I knew it was night three. I pushed play. I fast forwarded. I went stop, and the graphic was right there. I was like, "Sweet!" I, that's so why the database. I, <laughs> I did. I hit. I hit play. Fast forward. I went in the match after it, and then I just went like, I just, "I'm just going to continue on." And then I, then I got to the main event. I'm like, "I'm way too far," and then I went back. <laughs> but we did a PWG Battle of Los Angeles 2017 night three. We, I picked this. I picked Keith Lee versus uh, Donovan Dijak. Who's next, by the way? You are. Shit. Yeah. So think about it. But you. I'm gonna start thinking while we yeah. talk here. Um, I believe Corey, you probably seen this match. Oh yes, before. Yeah. I've seen the Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah. And uh, I picked this because I was like, you know what? What's some good rated matches according, not according to Uncle Dave, but just like, just what's some good matches? What do people I, talk about? What people talk about? And Uncle Dave gave this one a five. He's sniffing glue. So I was like, I'll pick it because I've seen that we've seen them battle NXT. In NXT and let's go take over. Let's see what they uh, would do. Uh, yeah. So what did you think as you, as you picked it? Um, I enjoyed the hell of it, mm-hmm. uh, but there was that part of the uh, what we talked about earlier in the show about let's spot let's, uh, infinite uh, spam your finisher. Spam your finisher. Spot, but yeah. but at that time it just blew my mind seeing Keith Lee five years ago, so better shape. But the things he can do, both of them basically. But that like Keith Lee doing the jumping over the top rope to the outside, lying on his feet. What Swerve does today, mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, I um, full disclosure, I always give PWG a break because it's main purpose is not to be a legitimate wrestling company. Its entire point is to be like when you get together a lot of famous musicians and they just jam for the fun of it for who happens to be there. It's just it's not trying to make great music. It's not trying to last a lifetime. It's just fun jamming with your friends. You get like the best of the best together and they just fuck around. That's PWG. Unfortunately, everybody else copied it, <laughs> but but with PWG, this, the heart of it remains. It's just a jam jam band kind of thing. So I always give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to that kind of wrestling. It's just fucking around. I enjoyed it a great deal. Keith Lee has lost so much mobility in five years. Uh, it's ridiculous. And you know, I don't think it's all. It has not weight either. He's I just think older. He's older, and it, he damn near died. Yep. So I think yeah. You know, he's got issues. Fun man. I forgot how fucking good Donovan Dijak is and how he just continues to just be on main event every week. So, you know. <laughs> but as T-Bar. <laughs> but it was a good match. I enjoyed it. I did not. Oh, well, that was the safest bet of the night. <laughs> it's not true. I guess uh, it was. No, it wasn't because their match, the one we saw at NXT, was 50 fucking times better than this match. This match was boring as shit. This match was not good. And, 
Donovan Dijak, Donovan, right? Yeah. 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 Um, was significantly better than Keith Lee. I uh, yes. did not have that opinion before. I have it now. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, Keith Lee should not be able to do the stuff that he does. It's, it's crazy, the shit that he can do. Like, he's such a crazy athlete. But uh, Dijak is the real fucking deal. And it is criminal how they have used him. He was yes. a can't-miss prospect in Ring of Honor and somehow missed there. I think got signed to WWE and missed there. Like sometimes he may just not have it. He can talk. I mean, he can but cut promos. Everything I've ever seen him do, including pro, he's good at everything. So yeah. I don't know what it is. And he's got the size they love. He's got size they love. He's athletic as shit. He has base fundamentals, and he's really good at that kind of stuff. I don't get it either. He plays with the crowd really well. So he stood out for me this match. Keishley, I was like, I I've seen a better version of this. So I whatever. So, Corey, yeah. I have the card in front of me if you don't remember. What, Battle of Los Angeles? The, the, yeah. Uh, not all of it, no. Okay. No. So, it's a tournament, right? Yeah. So, these are the... I was running through the card. Rick Shea defeats uh, Desmond Xavier. Wesley and Wesley NXT, NXT, NXT now. now. Yeah. Uh, Travis Banks defeats Marty Squirrel. In a match that's been canceled now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee, Dijak. Ray Phoenix defeats Zack Sabre Jr. Jeff Cobb defeats Sammy Guevara. Matt Riddle defeats Penta L Zero. Was Sammy Guevara fourteen in that match? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, about eighteen. Uh, Rick Shea then defeats Banks. Moving on, Lee defeats Phoenix. Moving forward, Jeff Cobb defeats Riddle. So that's your main event at Triple Threat. But before that, they had a uh, one, two, a ten, ten man. man. Yeah, Chuck Taylor, Flamita, Joey Janela, Mark Haskins, and Morgan Webster. Defeat Brian Cage, Jonah, Sammy Callahan, Trevor Lee, and Walter. Jesus. Well, it was like night one or two, Lee faced Walter and beat him. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, night two, Rick Shea beat Walter to move on in the tournament. That's awesome. But then the main event was Rick Shea defeating uh, all of them. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. God damn, I got to come up with a match now. I forgot it was I. I forgot I followed Joe. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Mike had the next go around. Uh, so I got off the. Oh, you know what? No, never mind. Yeah, oh, that's great. Well, we, I mean, we talked about. We already got it. We talked about it yesterday. So I'm just gonna piggyback. We're gonna go to Survivor Series '88 and watch that ta- ten team elimination match. So if you go to the cock, it's the second match of the night. 1988. 1988. Okay. It's the ten team, so twenty man. Um, Elimination match. <laughs> Once again, the babyface team, the Warlord and Barbarian, the Powers of Pain, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart, the Hart Foundation, Davey Boy and Dynamite, the Bulldogs, Sean and Marty, the Rockers, and Jim Powers and Paul Roma, the Young Stallions, take on the Hill team, the Tag Champs, Axe and Smash, Demolition, Arn and Tully, the Brain Busters, Jacques and Ramon, the Fabulous Rougeaus, Nikolai Volkov and Boris Dukov, the Bolsheviks, and Uno and Dos, the Los Conquistadors. <laughs> Could be Edge Christian. Could be. That's that's a nightmare. <laughs> right? It's a nightmare. There are certain standouts in the match, and you could probably guess which ones they are. Marginetti. I was going to say Dos and uh, Paul Roma, you son of a bitch, but... We, have, we can't we can't be smirched the good goddamn name of Marty Gennetti at No Sun Entertainment. 
I think we so can. So he's an award winner. I think we <laughs> can, though. And Marty G- and Joe's real life. And Joe's, nope. and Joe's real life. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well. He's the pappy. <laughs> Let's wrap it up here, guys. Come on. We're, 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 uh, <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> so you can go to. So that's next week. We're going to do that. And then, Mr. Rubel, you have a. Uh, Homework for next week and a, cu- a quiz. Well, or two. Not right now, but I will for next week. <laughs> Have it done now. Have it done right. now. Melina versus Lisa Fox. God Find damn it! it. Well, fuck fun. around. No, take your time. Yeah, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Think about you it. Know what? <laughs> you got seven days. All right, you're good. You're you know good. what? No need to rush. What a rush! Hey, my dude, no need to rush. Slap in the base. But if you, the listeners, can rush to nosellentertainment.com. That's right. God no damn it! Rush. Rush to nosellentertainment.com. a little crush. Where you oh. can find... <laughs> By the way, I was listening to a podcast, and they were giving us the top ten for the week of June 5th, 1993. All-time horniest top ten ever. Yeah? Every fucking song is about fucking your brains out. Checks out. There it is. From this Janet is to SWV to, yeah, I mean, we're talking just horny as shit. Checks out. Well, if your horny levels are the high like ours are, you go to nosoandtable.com where you can find to all the... To be sorely disappointed. To find what's all on the, there? So you can, <laughs> hey, what, King Shape. You know what's on there? It's all of our blogs and all of our podcasts that we do for you. I mean, if people get off to that, then... They might. You more know, power to you. You can go to social media. When they go to No Cell, they touch themselves. You can That's go, how the song goes. You can go to No Cell. The No Cell socials on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Hey, baby. Although the sex ratio went way down when the Savior left. 